You're listening to Sin 90.7 FM and you're here on Stories and You, the show where we discuss stories from everyday things and what we take away from these moments we call life. You're here with Evram, Ken and Adam. Yeah. God, Evram, you sound so like, nice and rehearsed I at this know. point now. Like, <laughs> like, you, you, like You sound so professional. I'm like really <laughs> down right. for this. Oh my God, it's going to be like in five minutes, I'm just going to be gibberish. No, but you set the bar up high. That's you, good. You so set you can, the bar high. No, we got a long way to fall. In fact, we're falling now as we speak. <laughs> oh my God. Like this is falling stop, occurring. Stop. Oh my God. Uh, this actually, it kind of leads into today's topic, like yeah. failing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is today's topic failing or well, is that today's? Like, Part, agenda. Uh, it's like today's agenda is like okay. going to fail, but the top. No, <laughs> today's topic <laughs> is procrastination. Cool. So look, I was procrastinating getting to the topic of procrastination. Yeah, so that, that, we that spent was... about two minutes on <laughs> just <laughs> long, long winded. There took a big detour, yep. scenic route. <laughs> so everyone avoids taking action. So like yep. whether or not that's going to the gym, dieting, introducing yourself to someone, doing work, etc. Um, but less obvious examples could be, for example, apologizing to someone, telling your friend something or asking someone for help, so on. Like you can be procrastinating anything. And the list of themes that we procrastinate can be endless, but the reasons we do it doesn't seem to be as complicated necessarily as we think. We seem to avoid tasks for the same reason. We just don't want to feel pain we yeah. avoid pain at every cost yeah. that yep. we can slightly hedonistic much. but yep well like I mean yeah. I feel like that's the reason I avoid doing anything is cause of pain and whether or not it's just like a small amount or yeah. a large mm. amount of pain um, and yeah it's interesting you bring that because I think a lot of um, a lot of behaviors that we do that might actually be pain seeking or hurt seeking behaviors mm. are actually used to to avoid other beha- other things that are <laughs> yeah. even more painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if people are like, you know what, I hurt myself all the time. Um, that's really occurring because there's something else that could be potentially more anxiety inducing, more negative. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's, it's exactly what what you're talking about. It's yeah. exactly what we do. It's the most universal trait that we have. Yeah, yeah. and it's sort of funny because it's like it's sort of like this weird thing where it's like you'll do other things to avoid the thing that you're meant to be doing Mm. but it's like it's like you but that other stuff could like you said also be hard or difficult like you know you'll clean your whole house even though like that obviously takes a lot of effort to do yeah yeah yeah, it's it's not fun no it's (laughs) not fun activity it's not fun but it's more fun than studying for exams say you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I think it depends on your exam and how big your house is. Yeah, Look, yeah. when I have to learn about three-dimensional fluid mechanics, picking up my shorts off the floor is not a hard task. <laughs> Look, that three-dimensional fluid mechanics sounds intriguing. Yeah, it does. Like, I don't want to pick up your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you think you guys procrastinate? And like, what are some signs that you can tell when you start to procrastinate kind of thing? Because like, we all sort of, you realise, oh... I'm going down this path, mm. like I could stop procrastinating or I could keep procrastinating or, yeah. you know. Yeah, sometimes I, I know I'm in the really bad procrastination mood when I procrastinate, like my procrastination is thinking about why I'm procrastinating. So that's <laughs> you start like, to break why, it down. Why, yeah, why did I, like, why did I start doing this? And then I start thinking about like, what was the, what was my thought process? And that takes about another 10 minutes of procrastinating, that's procrastinating <laughs> yeah. about my procrastination. Avoiding like whatever my initial task was. It's, it's like philosophizing about your procrastination. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's a it's a deep it's a deep discussion with myself. Yeah, yeah. It's like an existential crisis. Basically. <laughs> but like, yeah. That's how I experience procrastination. Like I'll find myself like you'll end up you'll spend the whole day and you're like 
I did all these things, but I also didn't do anything at yeah. the same time, basically. I actually started searching for reasons why, you know, th- what, you start looking for, like, BuzzFeed articles where it's, like, <laughs> yeah. why people who procrastinate are the smartest. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. Uh-huh. That makes total sense. We had a BuzzFeed scientist go through this. Yeah. You know, yeah. We know this, this is peer-reviewed now. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm 100% of the belief that people who sleep late are geniuses. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And chocolate will make you lose weight. And um, smoking is good for you. What else? (laughs) Good for you. Oh, my God. If we want to go down this route. Don't listen to us. Um, Yeah, I just... I think that, like, I... Like, I find that, like, I'll avoid procrastinating just because, like, I don't... Like, it's, like, sometimes I could do it for lots of different reasons. It can Mm. be because of, like, insecurity. It's, like, you don't think that when you do do it, that it's going to be good enough sort of thing. Or you can do it because, like, you're scared that when you do it, you'll stuff it up so failure. Yeah. Or, like, um, I'm just thinking of, like, other ones that I would... It's, like, you're also... Like, also perfectionism as well. Like, I know a lot of people that... If you do it, you got to do it right. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's, like, either zero or a hundred. It's, like, there's no moderation. It's, like, it has to be perfect or... I'm not going to do it That's in the right. first place. I, yeah. I'll be honest. Like, I've been procrastinating from my Tinder. And Ken knows about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been procrastinating from my Tinder. I'm like, oh, do I really want to go You on? can really say you've been procrastinating from romance. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, engaging. But, yeah. I didn't deny it, guys. I'm just procrastinating <laughs> from it. Yeah. I once read this post from someone which was like, I procrastinated. Like, people were listing all the things they did to procrastinate. And this person was like, I procrastinated so badly that I like went out and got a job instead of doing the thing that I wanted Whoa. to do. And it was like the king what of procrastination. What was the thing? What, <laughs> what was the job? I'm pretty sure it was like studying. It was like homework or something. And they like went and got a job. Over, That's like, ridiculous. But you know what? They made the right choice because homework <laughs> isn't going to pay your bills now, is yeah. it? No. Or a job will. Oh, jeez. Like, I do think about um, about the perfectionism thing quite quite a lot because mm. I think it's something that resonates quite strongly with me. Yep. And, you know, from something as simple as like, if I'm not gonna have the perfect outfit ready, I'm not gonna leave home. Yeah. Uh, um, to extent such as, like, I'm not sure if I brought this up before on this show about the the Potter's example. The Potter's example. I'm not uh, sure. So there's this pottery teacher, um, ceramics teacher. Uh, I don't know what the right, right term is. Um, they split their class into two halves. So one half of the class was evaluated based on how well they made this pot. The other one of the class was evaluated based on how many pots they made. So one was essentially quantity and one was essentially quality. Oh, okay. And the, 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 the follow-up question to this scenario is which group do you think ended up making better pots? I reckon mm. if you make more of them, you like... Yeah, you, yeah. You, 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 you get like, better you, at yeah. it. That's right. Yeah. And most people tend to say that the people who make the pots better, who are asked to make better pots, turn out to become better potters because, you know, we're taught, you know, quality over quantity all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and that that's true in most things. <laughs> um, Except it's just, pots, guys. <laughs> when it comes to learning, though, it's not true. When it comes to learning, um, quantity always wins. That the more you do something, the better you become at it. Oh, uh, you and like you just like you just reminding me like right of, of my mom like when she get, used to get me to do maths equations. Like you just yeah. got to do a lot of them. Yeah, like, I'm like, but I'm like, you're, I'm you're doing, not wrong. Yeah, I'm like I'm doing the hard ones, mom. Nah, you just got to do more of them. <laughs> so I started just doing the really easy ones. It's like isn't that kind of like what Kumon's like? Because I did Kumon when I was like a kid, and it's like you start yeah. really simple, but you just do tons and tons. It's like it's like you relearn or whatever. Yeah. It's like the practice of just doing it all again, like the, from scratch. Kind there of. There is thing. a lot of value to repetition when it comes to learning, and I think. Um, perfectionism does not take that into account. No. Perfectionism can be really 
a hindrance when it comes to learning. With that said, though, it can be a massive benefit in, in other areas where you don't get multiple chances. <laughs> you know, I'm talking to you, Emma Shyamalan, when you did Avatar since then. Your reputation has been in tatters, and you cannot oh come God. back from that. Maybe that's when you should have been like, you know what, I'm going to procrastinate on remaking Avatar and, like, let someone else do it. And yep. you thought you'd have a sequel as well. Emma. Oh, my oh God. My How God. dare you even that think that? Sequel. I can't oh. even, guys, like, I can't even think about this film right now. Like, it's, like, it's made Making, it's, it's, it's awful. Like the part where the okay, no, no. Let's I, I'm glad we've all the part where it. the movie started and then the entire <laughs> bit until the movie no, no. ended. I just blanked. Like the whole thing is this just is a Shyamalan witch hunt here. Oh, <laughs> uh, speaking of things going out of control, this next track we've got is the ninth chapter with "Out of Our Control." We'll tell you a bit more about it when we get back. You're listening to Stories and You on Sin ninety point seven. You're listening to Sin ninety point seven FM. And this app was Out of Our Control by the Ninth Chapter. They're a Sydney band, and that was off their 2014 EP. Um, and I, I particularly love that song. It's very groovy. I don't know. Did you guys like it? Yeah, I did like yeah, the horns in uh, there. Yeah, that's a funky trumpet. <laughs> yeah, it's really funky. Today's topic on our show, Stories and You, is procrastination. Yes. And um, this segment, I wanted to talk about a quote that I've heard a bazillion times used. And um, it was used particularly in my final year of school and, like, people kind of grew to hate it because I heard it so much. But it's um, this very overused quote that I'm going to use again and it's by Maureen Williamson, a spiritual teacher and New York Times bestselling author, and it's about our greatest fears, which, according to her, is, quote, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Um, have you guys yeah, heard that quote before? I've heard that quote. I, I can definitely see if it was repeated to you guys <laughs> a lot, it would get really old really quick. Yeah. yeah. Everyone would just be like... It's not that we fear our darkness, it's that we fear our light. Everyone would just like say yeah. all the time. <laughs> I could hear like eyes rolling. Yeah, 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 yeah. People would just be like, oh my God, this again. Also, um, it's a very long quote. Like, Yeah, that was like, only like, like a portion of it. Like, it's huge. Like, like it, it's not like, like my one, like in the same, in the same sort of like vein of it is like, mm. is like from Hamilton. It's like. I gotta go. Gotta get the job done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a good way to live life. Yeah. Gotta, go, gotta get the job I, done. Like that. Like reading that passage in itself would be procrastination. Like <laughs> it would take that long to read. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It'd be like I'm going to seek inspiration. You like read like the whole book, and you're like, uh, <laughs> haven't gotten any clothes and writing my essay. Um, but I, like. Is yeah. is that quote? Let, let's break the, let's break it down. Though. Okay. Is, is that quote trying to tell you that? All right, because I think very often we take quotes for granted and then we actually break it down. We're like, no, that's no. not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like, let, let's break that down. And uh, is what this best-selling author is just trying to say is, is is that we are not afraid of us not being good enough, but we're afraid of being good enough but not exerting that good. Yeah. Because, like, you see, that is not my fear. Hmm. Like, that does not scare me whatsoever. You're like, bitch, you didn't get it right. No, nah, like, you know what? Maybe that's her fear. Good on her. You know, maybe that, that's what her readers fear. But, like, I don't fear that, like, you know what I fear? I fear that I can try as hard as I can, but I still won't, won't be, be good, good enough. enough. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. in fact, I would relish the fact that if I was fantastic and 10% of that was good enough to get me through life, I'm happy with that. I don't need to be 100%. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't need to have my power beyond no, belief. No, 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 yeah. no. 
no. That's unnecessary. That's, that's, that's <laughs> trying too hard. No, you, you, you just... You, you're being a show-off now, now. No, you? it's true. Like, I mean, like, I kind of feel like the quote's trying to be like, look, you know, it's like... Because I have been told by my friends, like, yeah. it's like that thing where things are going really well in your life yeah. and you think that, like, oh, no, something bad has to happen kind of thing. Yeah, like, Because, yeah. like, I sort of heard the quote and I thought of, like, the idea that, like, it's it's when like you do something good and like you think oh no nah, that wasn't that good sort of thing or like you sort of have mm. to put down what you do because like you j- it couldn't be as good as you think it is or like I don't know. It's, but the, yeah. the, the, the prerequisite to understanding that that has to be that your life is going well or that you have done something good. Yeah. Yeah. You see, that's a difficult task to accomplish yeah. yourself. <laughs> like, you see, like, I, I am still a ways away from understanding this. I am sorry. No, um, it's okay. I'm sure there are many who, who resonate with the quote, but I have yet to, to feel that good patch. No, that's fine. So, yeah. But that's okay. Like, I just, like, I mean, even in high school when we heard it, we were just like, yeah, I think we get it. But, like, you know, everyone's yeah. just like, yeah. you didn't give you didn't give a crap after well, hearing it. So was that, like, your school motto? Or was that, like... Your school motto? Like, based <laughs> well, on your best-selling like author? Yeah, there would be, like, kind of, like, a quote that the school had decided they wanted to resonate. Like, there would yeah. be, like, some premise or sort of theme or idea that they were like, this year we want to do this, this year, blah, blah, blah. So that was kind of what they would say at every assembly that we had was, like, remember, this is what we are... Uh, teaching you, you guys today or whatever do you, do you know. know like what the best um like like what were the other ones like what was it like the ones from the year before you got oh crap <laughs> high school was so long ago <laughs> oh so old um i can't really remember very much sorry i know that there was like always a different one every year and every year we would make fun of it no matter what it was. It's never good, is it? It would never be good. <laughs> but, like, the teacher would say something and, like, I mean, they were trying. What can I say? I have more respect for teachers now that I'm out of school. That, that you have for students. Which is yeah, funny. exactly. Yeah. yeah, students suck. <laughs> um, a, a real quick question for, um, for, for you, Everett. So, do you remember the you before you met your partner? Because, like, you, you've been with your partner for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, next year will be seven years Yeah, for like, us. do you remember you Whoa. before that? The year before that? No, yeah. no you, you before 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 the seven years. I was, like, I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was that, sad until I met him. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the me before, yeah. like, the, it's true. But, like, if you're saying, like, you sort of change around people. Oh, no, like I, I was going to talk particularly about the procrastination aspect oh, of it. Okay. Um, that o- over, like, multiple samples, over, like, longitudinal studies over time, that people who are, who are plenty capable on their own um, have become more and more likely to procrastinate when they are in relationships, oh. often because they expect that their partners will pick up the slack. I see. And oh. This makes a lot of sense, but I'm thinking of him, not me. <laughs> oh. Wait, so oh. Who's, pe- who's picking up the slack? <laughs> me. Oh. But but you see, like, along, <laughs> alongside that, worry. it's all right. Multiple studies have also shown that every single individual, right, you know, regardless of whether it's a, a straight or a gay relationship or whatever, that all individuals in monogamous relationships report themselves picking up more slack than their partners. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. So, <laughs> I haven't proven anything. I think you are, you have proven every predictive data possible right now. And I. Like if you're unable to, to to remember yourself before your relationship, like it's it's important to sort of consider that because I, yeah. I mean for me personally, I've been living with my partner for just over a year now, and I find that I've become a lot lazier, <laughs> and I find that so has she. Like we have both lived communally 
a, a, a lower living standard than when we were living alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's what they say like two brains are two minds are better than one or two brains are better than one. Like I that's, that's once not two, always. two heads. Two heads. Oh, two heads. Well it's like yeah. one of those things where I think it's like you I mean, in terms of like partner, it's almost like I feel like you click on some ways and then you won't click on other ways and then like you'll like you get comfortable, so you just like don't care as and much. You both anymore. suck more. Yeah, you both just like <laughs> because like when you're try like you're trying before and then yeah. you stop trying. So all right. Yeah. Well, thanks for the the, the advice, guys. I, I I will not get into a relationship <laughs> now. No, don't try. Oh, it. It's due to lead you down a shit road, yeah, yeah. down you're shit gonna creek. Get lazier, you're gonna procrastinate even more. Yeah. Oh no. Don't even think, think about how shit you are right now, and then think like <laughs> ten times worse. <laughs> You know, if you were like oh, sky falling crap, that's what you would be right now. <laughs> right now, you're still in the air. The moment you, you know, you find someone that you can now expect yeah. to pick up your slack, you're gonna become the worst kind of crap. Oh. But the thing is that, like, I mean, does that kind of come down to like the whole fear of failure stuff again with the procrastination, where it's like you sort of like when you're with someone, you don't ha- you're not failing anymore. So it's sort of like so you're winning all the time. Yeah, so you don't try as hard. Or I don't yeah. know. Oh. Like, is that kind I'm, of? I'm I'm slightly winning at life. I have I have someone in my life. Yeah, exactly. So I'm fine, and then you just like don't. Yeah. Do I don't know. This is something to ponder on. Let's pop on. <laughs> let's pop onto our next track. Yeah. Um, speaking of pondering, this track is Mind Renovation. Um, what a great name for dorsal I know, things. I love it. Um, you are listening to Sin ninety point seven Stories, and you will be back to tell you a bit more listening to sin 90.7 fm and that was mind revelation renovation sorry by the dorsal films they're a melbourne band and that was from their album mind renovation and it's very on topic for our topic today on stories and you you're with evram adam and ken and we're talking about procrastination and um i wanted to talk about like sort of I find that like I really struggle to do things in moderation. So I usually describe this as like being at zero and then being at a hundred kind of thing. So mm. like you yeah. either like are doing nothing or you're doing everything mm. kind of. And like, yeah, yeah, that's 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 definitely I'm definitely find myself <laughs> doing that as well. Like I mean, but like it's really weird because I just don't understand why I can't do things in moderation. And then it comes back to that thing that your teacher always says in high school where it's like, you can't leave your project till the night before. And then, of course, Yes, I can. (laughs) And I'll show you. And I will. (laughs) I will. I'll show you. It's all, when they, whenever they say that don't leave this to the last moment, it almost sounds like a challenge. Yes. Like, don't leave this last moment. But if you do do it at the last swim and get it done, how you're great would that feel? <laughs> yeah. no, but it's almost like what you're describing is almost like it's like an exel, like, um, a rush. It's like you want the rush. It's like you're getting a, just it's like, like you're getting a high from doing it. Like, there's like just one guy out there who's addicted to putting in assignments yes. the day before. Yes. Well, when I was researching procrastination, people were like there are lots of reasons people procrastinate, and one of them is thrill seeking. Legit. No way. Like people like see it as like a form of. Like they get endorphins because they're like, I did it, and it's like you have one minute left or whatever. It's the most mellow chill ever. <laughs> <laughs> like in fact, that like that that kind of throw seeking is reserved specifically for like nerds and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> like no one else gives enough of a crap. Like everyone's like, you know, what? I'm just gonna do my shit early. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like oh, I'm waiting. 
when it hits 24, <laughs> when it hits 24 hours left, that's when I'll start. And that's when they'll know. Exactly. It's just like, oh. I, my, um, my friend describes that because I remember in high school, she would always do that. And like, even with group projects, which I think is a little bit crappy because it's like, there's other yeah, people yeah, waiting yeah, yeah. on Yeah, you. it's super crappy. And yeah. like, that's just not good. But like, she would leave it to the last minute always. And I was like, why? Why you do this? And then she's like, <laughs> it's called the inspiration of pressure. That's what she said to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I know a lot of creative people go like, you need the pressure to make it happen. Yeah. Like that, that's definitely a thing. But I mean, like, wouldn't it be so much more, like, uh, you're talking about like zero to 100. If I could cruise at like 60, if I could just uh, put like pressing cruise so control, hard. just like, yeah, chill. Like I'm it's doing like, you stuff. Know, yeah. I do a little bit of work every day. Like I meant yeah. to. Yeah. Well, like, cause like when you go at a hundred, then you're really tired for the, like the next. Yeah. And you crash like, and five you can't days. get anything done. Anything else done. Like that, that's why uni students need breaks guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but I think your, your, your friend is, 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 is touching on something important here mm. though. Cause the, the pressure component of it really does. Um, it, 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 it shows itself in multiple ways. Things like how we, um, experience the largest sort of steps in technological improvement during war times. Mm. That's pressure. Yeah, you know when <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. But like beyond that, like there, there there have been multiple studies that have shown that people are, are will, will work best at an optimal level of stress. Um, when when there's too little stress, you don't work well. When there's too much stress, you work horribly. Yep. When you're at an optimal level of stress, which might be precisely you know 24 hours before an assignment is due, <laughs> that's the optimal level of stress. It's like you've everyone's hit it. Do optimal. Level of that's right. Different. Like I know people who like I I remember like they'll be like oh you know like I have to like they will be stressed out even yeah. though they've got the assignment done. Um, like in time yeah, because they'll yeah. be like oh I left it till like oh, two days no, before but that's the thing is that they're like I didn't get a chance to reread it or whatever and you're like be like please you know I didn't get a chance to even read it through once so. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wrote in like a blind just like you know. I've, I, no I've 100% done that I've definitely finished an assignment oh god it's about it's 11.58 um I'm not going to have time to read this. Nah. It's just like giving me like cramps, just like thinking about that experience. It's just like, like the Hemingway style, apparently. Like, I think where you're like, you, you start, but you never delete anything. So you keep uh, writing. It's like, it, apparently yeah. it works well for creatives. Mm. Um, well, because, it's like stream of consciousness. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's funny because like Hemingway actually did not write like that at all. He was like notoriously <laughs> a, like a terrible, like he, he was horrible at finishing stuff. Like you just keep going back and editing. I don't know why we call it the Hemingway style now. That's weird. Yeah, because like that's the exact reverse of what he is he's like <laughs> i feel like when i'm reading his stuff he's quite precise like because that's why he's so he holds back everything yeah sorry yeah. adam have you read hemingway i oh very very long time how have ago. you avoided hemingway <laughs> like, i read him a long time yeah. ago i started reading him and i was like it wasn't for me no yeah. no it's... no no it's not for everyone and no. everyone doesn't everyone in, like we had to read him in year 12 and everyone hated the book and hated him so much we read like feral arms <laughs> Did you guys sorry yeah. well, I, I mean farewell to arms oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah yeah it's a classic yes yeah. and I actually really liked it but oh, I never told I it agree. I, <laughs> you don't like it no I do not oh fair enough that's that's okay I mean like I feel like school number one definitely ruins a lot of classic mm. things like like we watch American Beauty and Schindler's List now I, I watched Schindler's List like the other day it was a really good movie yeah a bit a bit long but like fantastic bit long yeah fantastic movie like I hated it because I had to study in year nine. Like, yeah. Having to break it down that way. Yeah. yeah. I have heard that, like, there is this, like, especially in creative fields, it's kind of like, I have friends who 
um, they they really like the creative stuff that they do, and they'll be studying like you know yeah. art or whatever. Yeah. But then yeah. they'll never get their act. They won't be at, they. It's like they lack inspiration for whatever they're studying, and then they'll do other stuff. And it's like yeah. kind of like yeah. this sort of like as soon as you put a grade to it, as soon as you put time constraints and all this other stuff, then it people it. yeah, and people yeah. don't enjoy doing it anymore. Kind well, of it's, thing. That, that's interesting that we like let, let's put this back into a procrastination mm-hmm. framework and think about it like such that many of the tasks that we actually do are not horrible. Tasks. <laughs> yeah. You know? Cleaning your house is great. Picking up my shorts oh, is awesome. No, no one's picking up your shorts and pick up your own shorts. But what I'm trying to say is that a lot of times this sort of like need to avoid this, this avoidance behavior has a lot to do with like negative emotions that are associated with these tasks. The same way that your friends are associating these negative emotions with things that they originally would enjoy. Mm-hmm. And if we're able to sort of pick that apart, you know, we would be able to, to, to break this cycle yeah. of, of procrastination. Yeah. But it's also important to think that perhaps, you know, you watching Shinless now as opposed to earlier, you know, maybe that maybe you, you should have put it off. Maybe you should have procrastinated watching it <laughs> until you were older and in the right context to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean look, you, you don't appreciate it in year nine. You no, don't appreciate no, no, no. The, the, the the I'm still really surprised that they made you watch it in year nine. Yeah, it was a strange movie. Um, it was very strange. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I was at our house. Like, I, like it was. It was just. Like, I remember just like, watching. Like, are you sure this is the one you want us to be watching? Like, like did you like, pick the wrong one? Yeah, because like, like they made like decent choices until then. Like, oh, like we used to read like The Hobbit in Year Eight. You know, like that. That's about an appropriate. Yeah, it's very child friendly. Like, yeah. like for the for Year Eight, but like Schindler's List for Year Nine, that's like a huge step up. Yeah, I think like challenging anything that has to do with like genocide. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty big <laughs> yeah like, I, I remember like the one like the one thing that everyone talked about was like the the, the scene with the red dress and the, the you know that y- the young girl walking around it's we only mentioned like that because it was like the only bit of color in the movie yeah and that's yeah. the only reason yeah. we noticed it yeah otherwise we did not we like all the you subtleties just, like, didn't get any of and the, the, you know the, the, the directorial master class by steven spielberg you yeah know? You miss all that because you're in your nine. You know, yeah. you, like a, a movies for a story and possibly some explosions. That's that's about it. Perhaps one of those things that should have procrastinated. Yeah. Perhaps one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> We're making a strong case for procrastination <laughs> here, but um, so that we can procrastinate a bit further. Next up, we've got DNC with Pay My Rent. You're listening to Stories and You on Sin ninety point seven. You're listening to Sin 90.7 FM, and that was Pay My Rent by DNC. You're listening to Stories and You with Everman Ken, and today's topic is procrastination. And we want to talk about a pretty famous film, actually, that's kind of about, like, a professional procrastinator. Of a professional procrastinator. Sort of, because <laughs> he gets away with it. So. Yeah, yeah, he does get away with it. Um, so what film are we talking about? All right, so we are talking about Ferris Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but uh, <laughs> from like 1968. Yeah, so it's a pretty old classic film. Yeah, it was actually um, the John a John Hughes film as well, which oh. most people will know as like Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, yep. kind of thing. Um, very, very well known director, very well known film, and I think what made this film so sort of, I wouldn't say ahead of its time per se. I know there were many things about it that were ahead of its time, but that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> we're talking mainly about Ferris Bueller himself and his. Like the the world that he has constructed around himself, mm. and how this story sets a precedent for people to um, to, to to really like to to put it in the most horrible way possible, um, to, to to be a terrible person and get away with it. Yep. You know, use your friends, be a shit kid. Mm-hmm. You know, 
live off your parents' money, live off oh, your friends' money, man. and still make it. Yep. <laughs> like you can, you can be terrible in every single way possible and still be the hero somehow of the story. Yeah. Kind of like he, yeah, he gets the girl, gets the car, <laughs> you know, gets the party. And oh, all he's gosh. really got in terms of talents, other than being a lucky, lucky, lucky person, is he is a performer. Yeah. I think that is the interesting part of it that you can't actually get away with doing nothing. Yep. But when the opportunity does arise, if you have a diva within you, it will unleash itself. <laughs> and I think this is a very sort of strong case for, for procrastinators because often I find myself thinking that it's not that I can't do it. I can. I know I can. In fact, I can do it better than anyone else. <laughs> but it's that I don't want to do it. Yep. And whose fault is it that I don't want to do it? The fault is on the system. It's the yeah. system that's yeah. broken, not me. Like, math is so interesting. You taught it like shit. This is why yeah, I don't yeah, want to do it. Yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, if you can, like, it's about your self-image. It's like, you know, if you can, like, get yourself to think, oh, you know, I am good at it. I just yeah. don't, like, I don't want to do it, and it's not my fault that I don't want to do it. No, it's not. It. It's never your fault, is it? <laughs> and his, his friend in the movie, Cameron, who is, like, a rich boy of sorts. I, I say rich boy loosely because he's not actually rich himself. He's got, like, a, he's got he's got parents who are really rich. And, you know, he's got one of those show houses that's, like, made of glass. And there's a car in there. And there's a scene where Ferris goes in and drives the car out of the house, like, yep. breaking it through the glass. Yep. What a horrible I dude. Know. It's like, so lame. Oh, my God. I remember when I watched it, which must have been ages ago, everyone was like, oh, I love this film. And I'm like, he is the worst person yeah. on earth. I hate him. <laughs> like, you know, you can love the film, you know, go for that. But, like, yeah, if yeah. you tell me that, you know, Ferris is me, I'm like, whoa. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to get to know you. Like, you're a shit person if <laughs> Ferris is you. Ferris is horrible. I'm actually really, I wish that I knew a bit more about what inspired them to, like, write this story. Because, like, it was in the sort of, like, mid-80s. So, yeah. like, um, the trends and stuff around then were very different to now. And, like, I'm wondering if someone wrote this film now and tried to pitch it, if what people would think. Like, yeah. you know, how would you pitch it? Like, oh, there's this kid and he gets away with everything because yeah. he's, like, <laughs> hilarious and awesome, basically. Yeah. Like, he's a badass, so he gets it. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like people would be like, this is a bad example for children or something. I don't know if we'd be worried about that. I think we'd be more worried about it being like corny or cheesy. Yeah. Like you would have to put more layers to this guy. Yeah. And he's going to have something else. He wouldn't be as interesting anymore. But like, to be honest, it happens. It still happens quite often these days. Something like, for example, let's talk Transformers. Oh, yeah. Like this guy's got nothing going for him. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, Shalabouf. But Uh, like your character had nothing going for him. No. Everything fell into his lap. And I think, you know, that is was, exactly what Ferris Bueller is like, yeah. except we've added a bunch of robots and explosions. Well, it's like, it's sort of like this fantasy of like, you know, not having to, I guess, in a sense, do anything, but still get everything. That's right. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's obviously like, that's why those films, they sort of feel like more like fantasies to me rather than like, then like, I guess his film is, is it a comedy? Technically, yeah. it's technically a comedy. I don't yeah. know if I would like, I'd laugh at how horrified I am, but like, it's not necessarily because <laughs> yeah. I find him funny, but it's sort of like, um, yeah, I feel like it's this fantasy of, you know, you can break all of the rules about what you're meant to do socially, yeah. but like everyone will still like you. Like, yeah. do people like him in the film? Well, I mean, I mean like... generally speaking, he is quite a likable character. He's yeah. good looking. Yeah. Uh, he's like suave. You know, like, Shia LaBeouf's character in Transformers. Oh, he's really not. Like no, no. Sh- but he still dates a Victoria's <laughs> Secret model. Like this yeah. is what I'm talking about. He does not deserve it. No. You know, Ferris Bueller was like ten times more. Like I'm sorry, Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> but 
But like you would not portray it in a suave manner. No, they made him look like such an idiot. Yeah, he was a loser. Like, but like the thing is that like I haven't read the comics or seen the anime. Have you watched the TV no, show? No, I've not. I've okay. only watched the movies. Because like I've heard that like his character as like a person wasn't too bad because he was kind yeah. of meant to be this sort of nerdy outsider yeah, person. Yeah. But like everything else about it was horrible. I, it's just like like I, I I'm sure it was de- de- depicted better in in, in, in the novels and 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 the, and the animations, but. It just it didn't work for me, you know. Like Spider Man was a nerdy kid. I did not find it difficult to like him. Yeah, no. But but Shia LaBeouf, dude, it was hard. No, like, I stretched all kinds of dimensions <laughs> to reach him, but I could not get there. <laughs> did you watch? Um, oh no, it's going too off topic. I was gonna start talking about Shia LaBeouf, but like he's just like hilarious as like a person. Yeah, I find, he is. Like in, in reality, he's so much more. Yeah, no, he's interesting. Like, yeah. yeah. And like like that, that that's like that's like a big statement to, to to put out there. Be like you know you're more interesting in reality than when you have, have like your... robots and shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just the shit writing. It's yeah. like you're actually cool. Um, in terms of like procrastination, like I'm just thinking about how, like people, is is it kind of like it's that sort of escapism in this film where it's sort of because I know tons of guys like when I watched yeah. this film who were like yeah I love him like like as in like he's what they wish they could be yeah, kind of yeah. thing and it's like. It's kind of frightening, but like, you know. Well, I think. It's you, like they wish that they didn't. Like, because he's very confident and yeah. he doesn't have any insecurities. And it's almost like he. Because he doesn't actually hold back at all, no. which is what procrastinating sort of is, is like stopping yourself from trying or not trying, kind of. Yeah. So it's like he's actually is. He doesn't go to school, but he no. actually is like doing whatever the hell he wants. He's not holding back at yeah. all. Which is, I guess, kind of the opposite of procrastination. Well, I think procrastination is a lot more selective than that, though. It's yeah. not simply the action of holding back, but it's holding back on what you don't like. It's a very selective right. kind of holding back. That's true, actually. And Sorry, like, he's actually, you're right. He's yeah. more of like a um, hedonist sort of person. Yeah, no, 100%. Than, yep. And I think it's interesting that we that we, we touched upon this because often there is this belief that um, so it's not necessarily hedonism per se, but even within the capitalist structure that we live in, you know, you got work, you got money, you know, mm. you know white picket fans, got a dog, et cetera, et cetera, you know, whatever it is you buy into, you know, get an Xbox, I don't know what you're into. <laughs> but <laughs> all of this has to do with like, you know, getting it in the easiest way possible. You know, no, we don't glamorize getting it in a difficult way. Yeah. You know, like people tend to think like, you know, getting a job where like, you know, your hourly pay is more is better than an hourly pay is less, yes. right? Yeah. It's pretty objective there. And this I'm not sure where I'm going with this. No, but. no, I get you. It's like, you're right, because we sort of seem to, like... Like, we do respect people that work hard. I mean, But we like, respect people who, who... Who knows how to do it smart. That's right. Yeah. And I think that's the, that, that's the issue here at play, that Ferris Bueller is doing it smart. Yep. You know, and Cameron is really not. <laughs> Speaking of it, Charlie Sheen also features in the film. I yeah. totally forgot yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that, too. <laughs> I blocked it out. <laughs> I was just like, wow, Charlie Sheen's in there. No, that's... Cool. Um, he he used to be in a lot of film back in the day. Yeah. But th- this 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 thing like where where we prefer glamorizing smart work than hard work is really really interesting to me, that because I grew up in an environment that valued hard work more mm. than smart work, and I saw that gradually change before my eyes because you know like I I grew up in China and China got really rich. In fact, China is really yes. rich right now. Yep. Really really rich, and we're looking at a lot of kids that actually grew up with a golden spoon handed to them essentially. I mean, mm. they 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 probably never have to work a day in their lives. 
And I've got friends in Canada now who drive like seven Audis, and <laughs> I was like, that's unnecessary. <laughs> Why? Like, like I feel like it would take more effort to have seven Audis than it's worth to have it. I, I don't know. Oh. You see, they are Ferris Bueller's, and when I look at that, I'm like. Is that really something to be glamorized? Yeah. No, I think it's quite like, I mean, you'd think that there's a sort of a balance to it. Like, you know, you don't want to do work that isn't going to get you to where you want to go. Yeah. So you do want to think about it before you do it. Because I know people who just grind away day by day yeah. and they don't think about what they're doing, yeah. you know, so they're not being smart, I guess, in that sense. But it's also yeah. like, like, I think it's sort of oh, if you don't have to do it. It's like this balance between like, are you doing it the right way or the wrong way? And like, you know, yeah. like, you know, people, because like I remember when I was a kid, like um, I sort of got taught like, because I would, when I was a kid, I used to like lie a lot. Like I yeah. used to just sort yeah. of like, it was like, like for any reason, it was because I wanted to avoid confrontation. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, um, and I remember realizing like my mom was like, you know, oh, you got to remember that, like, the right thing isn't the easy thing. That's what she said to me. And I was like, okay. Is that true? Not, not it can't be a blanket uh, statement always of course true. Not, but, yeah. like, I mean, it was kind of like, it made me realize that, like, if I'm avoiding doing something, it's probably something I have to actually do to grow. Yeah. You know? And that was, like, a really big, like, sort of, I guess, turning point for me yeah. in my work ethic kind of thing. Of course, this has a lot to do with like a very like, existential sort yes, of understanding. Yes, no, I know. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what it is that you want out of life. Like, do you want to 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 be a truant? Do you want to enjoy that truant scene? Do you want to ride that truant scene into a Ferrari and drive it off your friend's glass building? <laughs> you know, or do you, you want to work that. hard and you know get 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 your means to other ways? Like, what is it that you want? And I think it's it's. It's probably it's probably because this this permeates all different all different mm. aspects of society. Things like you know fitness, you know work smart, don't work hard, eat smart. Yes, you know stuff like that. Like you can spend less time in the gym, get a better body, etc. Et like you know you can like go on this diet instead yeah. of having to actually like you know eat healthy for a month or whatever. You know, yeah. And it's just it's 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 it, I think it does promote a lot of myths, and I think laziness or like work ethic is not what I'm so worried about here. More about the truth. Yep. Yep. You know, like within this paradigm of like glamorizing laziness or glamorizing truancy or glamorizing procrastination, what is the truth in it? You know, like if we're promoting a diet that will get you thin in a week, does it actually do that or does it give you some kind of health problem? <laughs> you know, so like, like, are you going to actually die? Or who is taking advantage of this of paradigm? Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right, um, let's take a quick break. Coming up next, I've got this track that um, comes from the new film Your Name from Shinkai Makoto's Productions. And it is, I believe, the opening track for it but the whole the whole movie soundtrack is done by Rad Whips they are a fantastic band big fan of that this is Zen 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 Se which means like previous 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 life (laughs) you're listening to Sin 90.7 FM and what was that wonderful song Ken? Uh, that's uh, Rad Whips with Zen 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 Se and that's from the soundtrack of the film Your Name. That's right. Yeah. Um, you're listening to Stories and You with Evram and Ken. And we've, we, we're talking about procrastination today. And we've come towards the end of our show today. And like we, I feel like we've explored quite a lot of different things to do with procrastination. But before we were talking about, like, in a sense, working hard versus working smart and that sort of stuff in our society. Yeah. And um, um, we've sort of we'd realized that it was like a really complex issue. <laughs> yeah, it's a very existential issue. Yeah. It's kind of like what is the meaning of your life exactly. kind of issue. Like something though that um I just sort of realized that I think that 
that like that question of are you working hard are you working smart yeah. and like um i think that part of it does like you said before it sort of seems to come down to what is your goal mm. and like for me the goal always should be like um happiness I guess. Oh, but like, this I mean, opens like, up a whole new can know, of worms now. Ever, but like, like, I mean, like, do we have time? No, we don't have enough time to go no, into this. No, 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 because pursuing happiness is exactly a thing that's, that's driving you towards procrastination. Oh, God. Because you're trying to avoid unhappy I, emotions. No, but the thing is that I, I have accepted now that happiness doesn't mean joy. It means, like, pursuing even through difficulty. Okay. Like, and finding, yeah. like, the end goal. Like, I, that's what I have realized now is that, like, it doesn't have to do with feeling like good like at least that's yeah. not like all the time at least yeah, it yeah. has to do with like achieving some like i don't know does it have to do with achieving some goal i like oh, i'm not sure you, you're, you're, oh this is you're, too you're much. starting to break apart as it is like no, you, you, you're, gonna, you, you're gonna go back you're gonna re- re- rethink this you're gonna build your your, your school of thought on, yep. on on strong pillars <laughs> you know, no, I know four strong pillars that you can identify because if not what happens is you're going to procrastinate thinking about it <laughs> and you're going to procrastinate t- pursuing your goals Aww. and it's all going to be a whole cycle and I think that brings us on a very nice note to the yes, end of our show and I hope that anyone out there listening today if you're listening to procrastinate to do something <laughs> I wish you best of they're luck they're probably procrastinating by listening yeah. to us <laughs> <laughs> well this is your sign to go do what you gotta do Thanks, oh, guys. it's time, isn't it? It's oh. time. You're listening I, to Sin 90.7 FM. This is uh, Sig Margo. He's a South Korean producer. This is Somebody. It's a tribute to Alea. And that's all we've got for you today. We'll catch you next week.